Hi, welcome to Not Another Marketing Podcast, where I'm talking to Dr. Rebecca Swift, the Global Head of Creative Insights at Getty Images. Now, we're talking about stock photography and trying to pick the right photograph. There's so much knowledge and insight in this episode. Just listen up to this. Thanks for downloading. How much thought do you put behind picking the right images for your campaigns? Are you in a rush or do you spend too long trying to find the perfect image? Well, help is on hand from Dr. Rebecca Swift, the Global Head of Creative Insights at Getty Images. Now, this is a fascinating chat and we're going to be covering topics like image trends, diversity, sustainability, authenticity and lots of tips and advice for picking better stock images for your campaigns. Now, you can read all about Dr. Rebecca's work and see the latest trends at Creative Insights dot gettyimages.com that's creativeinsights.gettyimages.com there's a link in the show notes can i quickly mention that not another marketing podcast is totally ad free i'd love it if you could give the pod a quick shout on social media subscribe via your favorite podcast app just check out all the links and more at uh, jtid.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Now, the first thing I asked Dr. Rebecca was what stock photography trends are looking like right now? What types of visuals are working in mid-2021? Um, well, I mean, I, I can't really talk about any trends without talking about the impact of COVID, really. I think sure. it's, been, it's been a very interesting uh, 18 months, actually, because, you know, I've, I've, been, I've been in the industry for 20 plus years and I think this is the first ever moment in time where we as we as creators have been completely restricted as to what we can create yeah but also at the same time our customers have wanted that restricted content (laughs) if you see what I mean so people at home people trying to teach their kids um, people trying to coexist in whatever space they're in with whatever combination of people that are in that space and showing a vast diversity of that because it's been a universal experience across cultures and and countries Um, and that's been you know a pretty simple thing for us to do although it's been difficult because you know when you're working with professionals especially they're not used to shooting in their own home with their own families True. um but we've been doing some amazing content and um and it's been going down really well so that obviously has been a big a big shift i think the you know the the, the long term shift is going to be the visualization of of business, uh, you know, in in inverted commas, in terms of how do how do you talk about the world of work, uh, whether that's corporate, you know, large scale business or small business, because it just looks completely different to how it used to look. And whether that's, uh, you know, face masks, social distancing, or even just, you know, meeting in smaller um, groups. I mean, you know, even when I think about teleconferencing and the way we used to shoot that, you know, we'd shoot a group of people in a room talking to people on the screen and it's not that case anymore. It's everybody's in separate rooms. Um, And businesses are moving towards that, that style of, let's face it, a much more democratic way of of communicating. so there, you know, that there are smaller shifts in terms of you know what's happening in in our world. I mean, the the world of video has exploded as we're all looking to be entertained. And I think you know what was happening before COVID were you know this shift towards thinking about inclusivity and representation and 
you know, COVID not only enabled us to all stop and kind of look at the world and, and look at the work that we're doing. Uh, and uh, I, I'm sure you've probably had this conversation with, with lots of people involved in business is that and marketing in particular is, you know, thinking about who you're communicating to, who's doing the talking, yeah. who's who's representing your business um, and how you're talking to your customers has has shifted immeasurably. Um, and I think, you know, the the. Um, the Black Lives Matter protests and uh, the, the whole movement that that uh, evolved out of George Floyd's murder last year has has been uh, tectonic, I think, in terms of the way that, that all, you know, all countries and all businesses are, are, are thinking about this work, not just the US. I mean, the US tends to be what we focus on that tends to be the story but that's having a ripple effect across the world and and it's having an effect in terms of not just thinking about black representation but any minority group that has not been represented yeah. in in the past and um and so there's a lot of work doing being done there yeah it's it's amazing really isn't it because um you mention all of that and you think in the last year how that just applies to that very small little area of like stock photography. I mean, all those photographs of everybody sat together in a room having a meeting. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it's completely changed, hasn't it? That the diversity side of it has changed. Mind you, I mean, the diversity side of it, I remember back in the sort of like the 90s, it, 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 everything was, was trying to work towards uh, more diversity in imagery and things like that, but it never really seemed to happen. No, and I, I think there was, I think a lot of it, the, you know, the the, represent, the visual representation was problematic in mm. the, it was that United Colours of Benetton rainbow yeah. display of people, which was, which as we know now, as, as we've become more educated and, and more sophisticated is that it was actually pretty tokenistic in, in its way of communicating in that um, now, you know, we have to think much more about, you know, how, how we're putting people together. You know, we, we've done some, we've done some research on our own content in terms of what our customers are downloading, and we find that uh, black people, for example, are much more likely to be shown in a group of a mix of ethnicities than white people. Sure. And that's got everything to do with the way that brands are thinking about, uh, you know, ethnicities that are not white, and and that I think is going to change over time. Yeah, um, and it's also who's picking the photos as well, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, gosh, that's a whole other conversation. Who's yeah, taking sure. the photographs? Who's picking the photographs? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, what unconscious bias is being built into the process? And you know, I know a lot of the bigger companies are really thinking about this quite dramatically now they, sure. you know they're breaking down their processes and thinking about uh, how, how they're representing um, uh, people in general so I you know I think uh, you know a small business um, should probably be doing the same you know thinking about this in the same way and it doesn't have to be a massive um, you know project a, a rebranding or a, you know project or, or whatever which a big big business would go through but it, it is worth thinking about it is worth thinking about how how you're choosing images and what what are you what are you zoning in on you know what are you what are you thinking is 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 working for your business yeah. um uh, and and questioning questioning your choices yeah i think you're right i mean i hope i hope it i hope something comes out of it all because i mean i remember having exactly these conversations in like 1995 you know and it's like it it's not a lot has actually changed an awful lot I do, one thing i do see an awful lot uh particularly within the world of content marketing is uh, a lot of illustrations Yes. A lot more illustrations around. Is this a little bit of a trend at the moment? Is this COVID related, do you think? I think so. I mean, I, I think 
the, the trend that I've been quite interested in is, um, you know, is, is how uh, is, is how diversity actually is being represented in, in illustration because, hmm. um, you know, we, we saw this this kind of this corporate Memphis style, which was very very popular with um, Facebook and, and yeah. Twitter and uh, you know these odd shaped people um and they started out with blue and purple and yellow faces and and kind of talked to multiculturalism or you know polyculturalism or you know however you want to however you want to to frame it um and that has been because it is becoming more and more uh, realistic in terms of you know skin tones sure um, and I think, yeah, I think illustration has just been one of those markets that has just continued to grow and continue to develop during COVID. You know, while, while images have, have been less easy to shoot, you know, illustration, it's just your, it's your imagination. You can go as far as, far as you want. And, uh, and I think there has, there has been um, some, some really great work that's come out of, uh, out of COVID as, as a result of that. So how do photo how do photographers themselves kind of keep up with all these latest trends? Do, do get do, do folks like you are getting? Do, do you contact photographers? Do you tell them what they should be taking because this is what our clients, our customers want? Does it kind of work like that? Yeah, yeah. So I run I run what we call the Creative Insights team, and it's a it's a global team, and um, our role really is understanding you know what's what's happening in the world of, of visualization. What what are what are businesses using, big and small? Uh, what's the media using? Um, you know what what kind of imagery is is getting attention? Uh, and then we work with um, uh, our. Uh, contributor community and um, on iStock we have a, a a large contributor community of, of what are called exclusive contributors so the, so photographers will only shoot for us and sure. um, and we communicate with them in a, in a number of ways via social media we have various Facebook you know closed Facebook groups which are invite only we talk to them via our app we have a, a briefing app and uh, we have a website which they which is the platform whereby they upload content and we uh, push stuff at them when they, when they're um, uploading. So we communicate them pretty regularly, and um, there's a good number. There's about five five thousand um, of our top photographers who we work with face to face. So we'll be on shoots with them. Um, we'll you know we'll actually uh, be investing quite heavily in terms of time and um, and resources. So I presume you're monitoring things like searches on iStock and Getty yes. and that and and what people are actually searching for, and then you're looking at it and saying, do we have enough? Uh, enough content here yeah and uh, well uh, it's 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 a little bit more than that in terms of um uh in terms of just kind of thinking about our inventory it's thinking about okay well how how is this going to develop sure. um so if, if you know if people are searching for um let's say uh you know women working at home what what's the next iteration of that going to be uh, where do we see this developing? How do we see this evolving? So that we can keep our contributors who, you know, it might take them a month or so to shoot that content so that they are, you know, they're, they're adding that content to the collection at a time where it's going to actually be um, needed um, and, uh, and used by, uh, by our customers. Um, but the, I mean, the search data tells you so much in the people tend to be quite blunt in their searching, yeah. <laughs> searching habits. Yeah. Um, and so you have to follow the journey. You have to look at, you know, how they, how they then, um, 
refine the search and then actually what they actually interact with and what they actually download so that's kind of the, that's the journey that we're following um and you're obviously trying to connect the dots in terms of where what they're actually trying to look for uh, and so some of the work that we do is educating our customers and helping businesses find the right content. Uh, and some of it is helping our contributors to add the right metadata to the content so that our customers can find it. So there's a lot of toing and froing between customer and contributor to make sure that the two meet in the middle. You mentioned video at the beginning and how video is kind of like on the rise. And, yeah. and I, I don't always think of video in a stock sense in a way. I kind of think of video as video marketing and you take a video for a specific thing, but you will uh -huh. probably do it yourself. But is, is the kind of like a, is the market for, for stock video photography sort of thing getting bigger now? Oh my gosh, that's, that's probably the fastest growing part of our business right now in terms of um, you know, how, how much demand there is for, for video content. Um, and again, I think, you know, COVID has, has, has helped us in, in some regards, uh, documentaries and TV programs. You know, there's been a lot of uh, uh, documentaries and TV programs that have been, been made out of stock clips. Right, um, sure. TV ad, there's been a lot of TV ads that have been, um, you know, people at home in Wales, people at home in Scotland, people at home in Liverpool, people at home in Cornwall. And that's, that's been, tend to have been um, stock content that we've put together uh, as well for for them and then just things like um you know i think the basis of, of stock video is is content like establishing shots so you know sex and the city is probably a great example of you know you kind of come yeah. in via the the skyline of, of new york which was one of our clips um and um yeah you know the same with with a lot of big movies it's 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 creating context without having to go and shoot it themselves. Yeah, it amazes me there because it's kind of like B-roll, isn't it? And, That's and, exactly and, what it is. Yeah, That's exactly and, it, yeah. And, and I never thought of, of like that. I always thought it was filmed. <laughs> Oh, oh, well, there you oh. go. We've been doing a good job then, haven't we? You have, yeah. <laughs> you have to take your hat off to the editors, I think, for that. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, people like um, Universal Studios, for example, they dump all the dump. That sounds terrible. They, they, um, you know, we represent their B-rolls. We represent the BBC, um, all of their video, uh, ITN. Um, so there's a, there's a, a, a rich uh, archive of content that um, uh, movie makers and um, documentary makers can access. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about content marketing uh, for marketers and that. Have yeah. you got any tips for picking natural looking stock photography, authentic images? Because I see that guy with the beard and the MacBook Pro and the moleskin notepad and the fountain pen and the cup of coffee by the side on an oak desk. I see him everywhere and he drives me mad. And well, I, I mean, don't don't hold me responsible for that. That's that's people choosing it. There's many, I many know. other versions. <laughs> I know, I know. How, how do we find something that looks natural and that's more authentic? I think that I think it's quite the the, the the word authentic is quite a problematic term to to kind of unpick because what's authentic to you might not be for me, yeah. might not be for somebody yeah. else, and. Uh, especially when you look at it across countries, you know, the, the levels of authenticity is, as we define it in the UK is different across the world. And sure. so we're, we're, we're authenticity again, and you mentioned, you know, 1995, I remember talking about authenticity in 2001 and we did this big splash with our contributors. Authenticity is the, you know, this is the thing we need to all be focusing on. And, and, and it's, it's kind of evolved and it's changed and it's become something different. Even here in the UK, 
over the last 21 years. So I think it honestly depends on, on what you're trying to get to. Um, there are certain key ter keywords you can use, such as real, um, such as candid. Um, there are various filters on the iStock site that will help you get to, um, to, to more real content. We have a, a page, um, which is uh, iStock.com forward slash forward slash diversity and that has all of our special collections that we've put together which are as authentic as they possibly can be i.e people have shot it who have who have come from the community that they're shooting it's unretouched it's all of those uh, elements in imagery that that our customers are now looking for so we, you know we've we've put together a, a collection of disability people who are living with disabilities who actually live with those disabilities they're not models pretending to be disabled they're images that have been approved by uh, 17 disability organizations sure. um, who who feel that they are representing them in the right way so that's a, you know again that's a lot of work that we're doing in the background to, to push that to push the you know the concept of authenticity further and further into as real as you possibly can get. Yeah, I, th I think that's exactly how I see authenticity. To be honest with you, because every a lot of stock, I want to say every bit of stock, a lot of stock photography that marketers choose is kind of along the lines of that insta perfect world. Yeah. where everything is absolutely spotless. You've got a £3,500 laptop in front of you. You, <laughs> you are manicured to the nines. You look beautiful. And that's not the real world, is it? It's it's so funny because I remember when, you know, 2011, I think, was, was Instagram, when Instagram came about, wasn't it? Yeah. And I remember the number of conversations that I was involved in around the Instagram aesthetic. We must all try and yeah. get the Instagram aesthetic. Every photo brief I received from a, from a from a client was we you know we want we want it to look like an Instagram imagery, and and ironically it's it, you know we've gone all the way around now where Instagram is the least authentic content yeah. <laughs> that's being created, and and it's actually I mean you know if you think about it it's 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 marketing isn't it it's content sure. marketing and so that's exactly what it's starting to look like it's starting to look like the marketing. Of, of of your of of olden times. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was I, I was um I was I was waiting for my son at the railway station about a year or so ago, uh, probably more than a year now to be honest with you for railways. And, yeah. 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 More than a year now, and um and and it's right next door to a little craft brewery in my town, and people walk out with big boxes of of this craft beer, and um there was a couple in there. I don't know the, that typical millennial horrible word millennial and and, and th they were holding their box of beer in front of them and their phone was held away from them looked up and they were looking very stern and concentrating and faces across. and then suddenly out of nowhere they just beamed with this huge smile it just appeared and click it went <laughs> and it was it's almost as if we're being taught to photograph ourselves in this almost unnatural way. I mean, am I reading too much into it? No, and I, th I think that's that's quite interesting um, in that it, it, it then becomes difficult when you're a professional photographer yeah. to, to, to move, you know, you have to create space between that type of imagery while still alluding to the fact that these are all, you know, individuals and therefore... You know, they are part of the USG crowd, yeah. um, but actually they're probably as professional in terms of how they're shooting the, as than, you know, traditionally a, a professional photographer would be. 
So now, you know, photographers are having to spend time following people around in a, you know, almost like a documentary or photojournalistic way, but for stock imagery. So we're shooting more in a documentary way because of this kind of space that we're needing to uh, take for ourselves, I suppose, um, whilst also kind of trying to get, uh, you know, emotions and reactions that are real and are not these instagram style <laughs> yeah. instagram style uh, poses yeah um do you think there's too much choice because i mean i've lost many an hour on iStock photo <laughs> i have sat there scrolling doom scrolling forever <laughs> looking for that perfect image that perfect shot do yeah. you think there's too much choice uh potentially yeah i th i think uh, I, well i think it's overwhelming I, and i think it i think I think the, the the skill now with choosing images is in is in having a very clear vision of what you're trying to say and being very clear in your searching um, because you know the search algorithms are incredibly intelligent they yeah. will base your you know the results you get will be based on everything that you have seen before so if you've spent all your time looking at the gray haired gentleman with the beard you'll keep getting them in your search um and so that you know it's it, it's always trying to predict what you're going to what you're going to like next so if you could get very very specific about what you're looking for so instead of putting in um you know uh, to use my example i used before a woman working at home you know how old is she uh, what what sure. uh, what race is she? Um, is she uh, you know from the LGBT community? Does she have a disability? Uh, what social class is she? What's she doing exactly? You know, do do you want her to have a shiny Mac or or a PC? You know, and and actually getting very very specific about that, you'll find your search your search experience is a bit will, will get you closer to what you want. Yeah, because um, I I found myself I found myself sometimes when when my light box is just as big as the search results. <laughs> And it's like I'm just adding this and adding and adding and adding and, adding and then I still can't make a decision. And, I think and that's a that's a problem with humans as well. We know it when we see it. Yeah, yeah, you do, don't you? And I think yeah. that's a really good tip to be able to drill down. And, yes. and with 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 iStock uh, nowadays, it's, it, presumably you are you're tagging images with an awful lot more information than we used to. Oh yeah, we have some incredibly intelligent people who 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 thankfully are in charge of that in our business, which is sure. our, our search data team. And yeah, and they use um, a, a tree system whereby they they'll connect words to each other, so that even if you have not quite got it right, whether it's a spelling error or um, or, or you're not quite hitting, you know, where the content where there's a, a good mass of content, you will get suggestions and you'll get you'll get shown shown the way um, to where to where you want to be. The other thing to do, um, which I find really useful, is if you find an image that's close to, to what you think you need, is to actually click on that image and look at that contributor's work and see if there's anything in what they have shot that works for you or you'll get offered similar images you know, as part of the search process, which then, again, if you click on something that's close, by doing that, you're getting closer and closer to, to, to what it is you, you exactly want. And then you don't have to keep going back to the text search experience. I much prefer searching visually. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, we've already touched on it a little bit, but um, how do you think stock photography trends are going to be changing over the next, say, six to 12 months or so? That's what we're trying to work out right mm, now. Crystal ball. Um, <laughs> crystal ball, yeah. Um, we've, uh, we've got a, a, 
a research um, study that's uh, that we launched in February 2020. So literally just before um, COVID, and we've been um, tracing, you know, the consumer attitudes to to COVID. We call it visual GPS, um, and um, the, the the surveys have been run. You know, we're we're currently on the fourth iteration, just about to start the fifth. And we've been looking at consumer attitudes to, you know, sustainability, how that's changed, you know, how we feel about travel, how we feel about um, our own health and, you know, how we feel about uh, technology over, over this period. And we've just run a piece of research where we've, we've asked, um, uh, and, and, you know, if we talk about the UK, for example, we've asked, we've asked British people um, whether they would like to see people in masks people without masks or, yeah. or a mixture of both. And it's quite interesting how it's almost divided a third, a third, a third, but there does seem to be a stress related to showing some people with masks and some people without masks. And if you think about our attitude towards where we're at at the moment, yeah. kind of, it's very fitting, but it also makes it very difficult for us when we're doing shoots. So yeah. I think the whole, the whole kind of, almost like era change that we've gone through i'm sure there's a more eloquent way of saying that but we you know we've gone through this massive shift um will be in answering those questions and finding solutions to to the the friction of of some people adhering to social social distancing the desire to to see you know the next era um you know people people are quite happy to see older images of um the way we used to live but again, I think um, there needs to be, you know, this this uh, what's the word um, sensitivity to yeah. to the to the new world. So you know, we almost a hundred percent of uh, I think ninety one percent of of people in the UK said that they would like to see dining and uh, socialising outside. Right. Sure. So, yeah. which is the new era? You know, if you think about, you know, the idea of dining and eating outside was not something that was. We ever well, thought it's, we it's not the do. British. It's not the British thing, it's is it? Really, we way. don't we don't do that, do we? We go inside, <laughs> no. don't we? I mean, probably because it's you know wet, it's wet, yeah, or yeah. windy. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think there's there's a lot in that, and you, you know, I've have done a lot of research over over the years where we've been through different crises. You know, if you think about, um, I mean, right back to the dot com crisis, which is you know my my early existence, sure. um, to the financial crisis, the environmental crisis, to nine eleven. You know, all all of these various moments in time we've seen you know in the years after these moments in time we've seen this the 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 work around authenticity and you know bringing more people in in into the world of visualization whether that's behind the lens or or in front of the lens has 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 accelerated so i really expect that to that to and i've, I've talked about that already i expect that to continue sure. um and and to become more uh, well, hopefully we'll see more more work being done rather than the conversation being had. Um, the other the other element which I haven't spoken about is sustainability because when sure. the, when the financial crisis hit in two thousand and eight, I don't know if you remember, but, but previous do. to that, the two years before, 
was um, there was a lot of talk about the environment and we yeah. can thank Al Gore for that and his yeah. um, inconvenient truth and everything went green. I've got a great archive of, of ads at that time where there was a real greening of, of, of imagery. And then post 2008, it's almost like we forgot about the environment and we were just thinking about yeah. finance and <laughs> making yeah, you're sure. You're right. We... I, I remember building building landing pages and websites and things and I can't remember what it was called, but it was some sort of green policy, green. some sort of statement, some green yes. statement or something that the servers, this website use, use, you know, wind power and all that sort oh, of stuff. Oh, oh, the, yes, the yeah. environmental impact statement or something. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. doing those and then they just stopped. <laughs> yes, it's, yeah. it was so, it was, and it's only when you look back on it, years later, you think, gosh, yeah, because you're so busy doing your job yeah. at the time yeah. and following what, what needs to be done. And it's only with a little bit of kind of uh, introspection, and kind of hindsight that you, you have a sense of, gosh, that's that's really interesting. So, you know, thanks to Greta, we've we've had another kind of resurgence of interest in climate change and, and therefore sustainability um, amongst businesses in particular. Um, and I I really was watching that very, very carefully because I expected, again, for it to, to drop out because of, of um, COVID and be less, become less um, of a trend. And it did for a little tiny while, for a little tiny while. And then it's just accelerated again, yeah. you know, and I think it's businesses just looking at themselves and thinking, gosh, we really need to do a better job. You know, we, we need to we need to think about who we are and what we're representing and let's make sure we have environmental credentials and uh, and, and ensure we're not using plastic cups and um, disposable yeah. water bottles. I mean, does, does, does this sustainability, does this actually translate itself into the photographs? I mean, do, do you see kind of like um, more uh, more wood, I suppose? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Do, do you, less Starbucks cups yes. and, and more, you know, China cups. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you know, if I think about all of those you know the business shoots that 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 I, that I mentioned. We would always have um, Starbucks cups on hand to yeah. to add to the image because that's what people did. They picked up their coffee on the way yeah. to the business meeting, but of course that's less acceptable now. And for a, for a company that's talking about themselves and talking about themselves in terms of their environmental credentials is going to be very very aware of that so they're going to be looking at the image and also you know you test this imagery with with younger generations and this I find really interesting as well uh, and I, I, I won't bore you with too much detail <laughs> but 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 you know young people pick up on those they yeah. pick up on the cues they sure. pick up on the plastic bags they pick up on the on the plastic bottles they pick up on the you know the cars and um, the, the activities that perhaps were were, were have become part of our everyday lives but weren't necessarily visualized as part of our everyday lives and so yeah. we you know we went through quite a big um, shift ourselves because a lot of the time it's something very small it's not not like slapping the color green on on your content sure. as as we did in 2006 it's the smaller details that we now have yeah. to think about and that's something again i would really recommend businesses think about is you know don't don't let a small detail in an image ruin it for you yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I could i could talk for hours on this it's an absolutely fascinating subject um thanks ever so much for your time dr rebecca i really appreciate it and where can we where can we find you where where, where is all your social media bits where can we connect um, I'm on uh, I'm on Instagram and LinkedIn, Dr. Rebecca Swift. Um, we also have uh, all of the research that I've spoken about and some of the search tips and getting to the great stuff is, is available at creativeinsights.gettyimages.com.
Um, And um, yeah, feel free to to have a peruse. Brilliant. What I'll do is I'll put some some links in the show notes so folks can just tap on those um, straight away. Brilliant. Thanks ever so much for your time, Dr. Rebecca. Really appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks again to Dr. Rebecca for her time. If you've enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe for more on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favourite podcast player. Just search for Not Another Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening.